Did you ever see JFK? Well, the uh, JFK deep dive movie run has uh, recommenced after the Justice League episode. And uh, I watched the big one. I watched the one simply called JFK. It's three letters. It's also three and a half hours long. Uh, I knew it was pretty long going in and I set aside a whole night in the roasting weather of the summer to... uh, What's the movie? It kind of it might have added to the atmosphere because it's you know it's set around a New Orleans New Orleans district attorney and everyone's pretty sweaty in that movie. John Candy is extremely sweaty in this movie, and he's also not playing a normal role for John Candy, which was good to see. Everyone likes John Candy. I have yet to hear someone say a bad word about him, but he's in this movie. In fact, so many people are in this movie. The main uh, star uh, of the movie is Kevin Costner, Academy Award winning Kevin Costner. It was probably around the time he won his Academy Award for directing Dances with Wheels, actually. That's quite interesting. And he's in this movie, which is directed by Oliver Stone. He has, you know, he, he hates Vietnam, guys. He really hates Vietnam. And uh, <laughs> even in this movie, his Vietnam hatred is on display. Like the, the, yeah, the thing about the movie is, like, let's be honest, it's really good. Like it's really good, but it's it's really long and there's a lot in it, right? It's you know if you if you're on uh, Letterboxd and you're following me there, you can see my review, which is something to the extent of three hours. Uh, a three-hour-long information dump has never been so good, or something like that, because it's so much stuff in it. It is crazy. Uh, well, if you didn't get the, you know, the clue of the title, it's about John F. Kennedy and uh, the assassination around that. It's basically uh, Kevin Costner plays Jim Grayson, real character. So, like, I would say more of this is fact than your average sort of like a biopic type of thing you know like not too much of it has been changed for you know cinema like they've made it cinematic when they can but it's not like uh you know oh uh you know like what's the what's the queen one but him rhapsody where like they all get together freddie announces he's sick they all go on stage and perform live aid that never happened in that they kind of made it fit a cinema structure i think this does a bit of that but it's really they lay out information in areas that's easy to like digest all the same stuff. So, you know, there, there's three main things in the sort of conspiracy. There's a conspiracy with uh, Lee Harvey Oswald um, and, and his sort of like links to any Soviet and communist factions. There's like a, a mafia link that sort of tie those two tie in quite closely in the movie. And the last one's like a, a government plot um to you know maybe have killed jfk that's the kind of thing the jfk assassination is always going to be an interesting one until like anyone finds out for sure i don't think anyone will find out for sure uh, i know uh, the american government uh say you know it was lee harvey oswald and only lee harvey oswald but if you watch this movie you're going to believe otherwise to be honest um and to be fair i do like a conspiracy <laughs> you know the moon landing one 
I quite enjoy that. You know, uh, I love a good week conspiracy. Hitler's in Argentina. Great conspiracy. They're all fun ones anyway. Uh, but right. So enough about the conspiracy and more about the movie. Uh, again, three hours, three and a half hours is a long time. And the start of it is like front loaded with information from like news footage and all. It's there's so much like information in this movie. You kind of need to keep it on track. And it's a good thing they've cast like famous actors in the different roles because they're gonna say someone's name. And I'm like, who is that? Oh, it's yeah, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, it's Kevin Bacon or uh you know Joe Pesci or something like that. Like all these people are in this movie. I mean, there's two of them have Academy Awards right there around that time as well. Yeah. Nineteen ninety one this movie came out. And uh, Joe Pesci, yeah, good, good fellas. He won the award for in '91, and Tommy Lee Jones '93, '94 for The Fugitive. That's quite interesting. Yeah, like Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie, and then he's in like Under Siege, and then he's in The Fugitive. What? And then like he's Two Face and Batman Forever. What a, a madman, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, but like this film is directed by a madman, so no one on screen is a madman. Um, Oliver Stone, if you're the one listener of this show, please don't hunt me down because I know you can actually do it. Uh, but like the start of this movie seems like it's edited on cocaine. The amount of like chopping up and like you know, Christ zooms, you know, like a reaction shot barely lasts half a second in the opening. It does like chill out a wee bit but the relentless pace of information coming doesn't give you time to drift off you have to keep staring at the screen and that works for the movie's benefit because there's so many three-hour movies you're like you know this is you know it's a spit of a slog this wasn't this was great you know what was it mark Carmode has a saying about long movies he says the good long movies it's like your head goes with it but your bum doesn't and to be fair I was pretty sweaty uh, <laughs> watching this movie because of the heat and then I was in the same seat so you know, a bit of shuffling on the go still did not matter so we've got uh, the three plots and like um, uh, Jim Garrison did I say Grissom or anyway, uh, Kevin Costner, it doesn't really matter some of their names to be honest, you just need to know Kev, JFK was assassinated and he's trying to put to trial someone he believes was involved in a conspiracy to assassinate JFK and to do that he he kind of has to prove there's a conspiracy which is weird because the movie ends with like a you know half an hour of a of like a courtroom trial courtroom dramas are great people I mean I, I imagine there'll be a Wayne Dave episode about that way in the future but like a courtroom drama is so much fun to watch for some reason on, on a movie if you could mind this, you know, like, but but with this one, the thing is, it kind of got bogged down with the conspiracy. So, as the New Orleans district attorney, he is charging Tommy Lee Jones' character for being part in this conspiracy. But all it, like, he's like, oh, look, the magic bullet, where you know, there's one bullet caused seven wounds. Oh, look, back and to the left, the famous line, back and to the left back and to the left it uh it, it like that i knew about that before i'd seen this movie there's even like a seinfeld episode about that's it. quite fun because uh newman wayne knight from seinfeld is in this movie and i thought his name was newman in it but it's numa which is even more mad to me that there's a seinfeld episode with wayne knight and it's paying like homage respect reference 
ripping off whatever you want to say to jfk and the guy in it is the guy in it if you know what i mean yeah anyway uh so like he builds up all this mad core thing and then at the end it's like like it doesn't matter if there's a conspiracy just whether or not he's involved and you're like wait what okay i mean that the thing with the movie is it it's all about the conspiracy but then like the trial which is the last part of the movie is not actually about the conspiracy i think um i'm not sure i'm not i didn't study law uh i, I like to think that i know laws um you know judge dread i've seen that so anyway like the movie other things that are interesting and strange about it is the opening is like it's three years like it's it's like it opens with you know president's been assassinated and the kind of carnage around it and uh it's shot like really ugly it's kind of like a gray it looks like it's out of focus and thankfully after like the opening you know introduction preface preface um after that it's like act one is shot properly you know it's it's in focus there's nice steady so yeah it's it's easy to watch and to follow um kevin costner's pretty good in it to be fair um you know kevin costner's an unusual actor i don't you know he seemed to have been a star at some stage for some thing he only really appeared in the 90s i thought i'm not really sure about um kevin costner's you know mad credentials like he's made some good movies and he's you know very serviceable in them but i'm not going to go see the next kevin costner movie just because it's a kevin costner movie uh so yeah follow him along he's a famous face uh, he meets other famous faces and then it's just like it goes digging and digging the, the bit where the movie really gets interesting is the first sort of two threads of the conspiracy the mafia and the um lee harvey oswald's a communist sympathizer sort of route they're pretty cool. They're nice, closely tied together. It's you know setting up um, Lee Harvey Oswald, played by random bad guy Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman in this movie is so similar to how Christian Bale is in like all of Christian Bale's acting. Anytime Christian Bale's acting, now I'll be thinking he's just the same as Gary Oldman in the early nineties. You know, I mean, and Christian Bale was in the early nineties as well. He was making henry the fifth and stuff like oh henry the fifth guys wow i, I pulled that out of nowhere somehow anyway uh we're, we're dribbling on here so the the mafia the uh Sovi- soviets kind of tied together quite nicely but then you know kevin stop messaging me uh kevin uh costner goes to washington and meets donald sutherland didn't know he was in this movie guess what Ma- another massive name is in this movie and donald sutherland has essentially a 16 i think i look imdb trivia says it's like a 16 minute long monologue about what the government did or did not do during the president's trip to dallas and it's immense because it's just like information and then you know, two people talking is kind of dull in cinema but all this movie is is people talking but it keeps cutting to like what they're saying they're not showing it you know show don't tell so he's like there's no uh there's no armed guards you know lining the street that, that would be the normal one and then it cuts the like shot of this they recreate the shot of the street well that's another thing that you recreate stuff and then they put actual footage in it's a bit you know blurs the lines a wee bit so like it works it works well uh, and I, I would highly recommend this movie actually especially if you're uh, a bit of a tinfoil hat man like like i am i enjoy 
those sort of um, things and that sort of movie. Uh, again, what 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 do you want me to say? But uh, look, look on the IMDb. Look at all the credentials it sort of has. It won two Academy Awards for editing, which is a strange one because it's a bit bananas. Like you know, was, I don't know if um, what's his name Oliver Stone was on cocaine, but I could imagine he was when this movie was getting edited. Anyway, it's mad. Lots of like chop chop chop, and then stuff's happening. You're like what is going on? Um, like it's an enigma wrapped in a mystery wrapped in something else according to Joe Pesci it's full of fun lines like that and that's the other thing is, is there's no real jokes in it because it's like it's not like oh, I'll laugh a minute there's a bit of a family sort of drama scenario um, tension between Sissy Spacek who's Kevin's ba- uh, Kevin Bacon Kevin Costner's wife in this and she's like you're spending too much time on the assassination and no time with the kids and like that's in it but it's like two scenes so, is it relevant? Well, well, there's a threat on Kevin Costner's life, and then he does literally nothing about it with the family. So, take that whatever way you want, Kevin Costner. Someone's trying to kill you. Uh, someone's phoned up the house. You know, like you need to show that. I think that's relevant to show, but your, your sort of like family angst and problems didn't really, didn't really go anywhere in the movie. But the, the movie isn't really about that anyway the movie's his journey uncovering things for uh, a conspiracy and who might be in it and and it's like oh this guy was with that guy and the other guy and then it's like cutting and showing it and like there's a lot of aliases and stuff here and once again that's why those famous faces are amazing to have in this movie that was a good move I know who this guy is. Like, I know who, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald's kind of famous, right? You kind of have an idea. If someone says, oh, it was Lee Harvey Oswald, Grant. But if it's like this guy, Dave, who, you know, runs the club in, you know, Dallas, you're like, I don't going to know who that is. Oh, it was like Joe Pesci or something. All right, I know who Joe Pesci is. Yeah, he's got a, a wig and like funny eyebrows. Okay, thanks for helping us. Like, oh, it's, you know, Tommy Lee Jones with white hair. All right, yeah, brilliant. Um, so there you go watch it people it's, it's really good right um it's brought you know it's it's not really you know it, what it's just like how do you make something you know the anti interesting like the titanic so you know it sinks but this makes it's it's not what's about it's how it's about it and it goes about it really really well and that'll do jfk for uh the moment because like i said in other episodes i try to keep these reasonably short i've got the long ones on uh wade and dave ranking movies uh, there might be merchandise for that at some states, believe it or not. Um, mm, we'll see. Uh, so check that out if you know, or maybe you came from there to here. I doubt people are coming from here to there. Check that out. The blog is going to get like slowly retired. In that, I'm just going to post that. Um, <laughs> you know what movie I'm covering. I'm not going to be writing big spiels that because no one reads it, and um, I am not like proofreading any of them so they're really badly put together so that's getting slowly retired i might start slowly retiring to twitter because i'm getting tired of twitter thanks elon musk and um, but yeah I'm, at did you ever see on instagram still exists check out that wait and dave and check out next week whenever i'm actually gonna you know do two back to back today that's quite fun so next week a completely different uh kettle of face we're um we're not covering like a serious drama about you know, a dark time in American history. Radio, 
Cheerio.